What is up? What's your why, listeners? This is a, a this episode's a long time in the making. Um, probably about six months ago, seven months ago. I don't know, maybe a year ago. It wasn't a year ago, but like it was a while ago. I said I was gonna make book review podcasts, uh, but I've been extremely nervous to make a podcast where it's only me talking because the reason I do the podcast is because I find other people interesting and I want to share their story. So I bank on you guys enjoying the the guest and I just hope you don't listen to my voice because I'm just kind of like terrified of my voice. Um, but I took uh, about three shots worth of alcohol before I made this and um, a little tequila, a little bit of whiskey, um, whiskey for the courage tequila for the party and um i i i was ready to make it so i'm also wearing a cowboy hat if that adds any flair to your uh, to your mindset um but so i hope you guys enjoy it um i listened to a audiobook coming back from uh, montana this past week from my friend neela's wedding and it was one of the most like riveting, uh, most riveting books I've ever listened to, and it it kind of just like sucked me into the story. And it was about it's a book called The Lost City of Z, um, and it tells the story of this guy General Fawcett. I can't remember his first name, but um, what he does is he's a, a general in the British military. And this is back in the early 1900s, back in 1905, I think is his first expedition. But it tells the story of him falling in love with the Amazon, falling in love with the, the, the journey of exploration. And um, you see him as this, You when you read, listen and read the book, you, you picture him as this old school outdoorsman with like the khaki top khaki pants and uh some type of sun hat with a big machete because that's that's the paint the picture the author paints and the author is um a guy in new york who has his entire life written different types of books that have not involved action and adventure but this captive, the story of General Fawcett captivates um, the author and sends him down the rabbit hole of what Fawcett's life is. And Fawcett is a general in the military, and then he gets orders to go map the border of Bolivia. It's a dispute between uh, Bolivia and Brazil. And they want a third party source to finish their border because there's about to be a civil war. And so they send Fawcett in with a couple helpers and they go deep in the Amazon, uh, between Brazil and Bolivia and they end up mapping a few rivers. And this is all to avoid, um, war between Brazil and Bolivia over the, the rubber trade that is going on with the rubber trees. Cause it's such uh, a profitable business in the early 1900s. Soon, like very, very early in the book, 
you you get a good picture of what the Amazon is. It is this beautiful place with mountains, wildlife, trees, green for days. If you've ever seen the green inferno, it makes sense. It's just green everywhere. Um, and then you have the Amazon River, which is this place of bountiful life of alligators. Um, I think it's alligators. It might be crocodiles, but I'm pretty sure it's alligators. Uh, caimans, I believe. And then piranhas. And um, if you you think about piranhas, if you, you put it, I remember I had this visual of a turkey when I was younger. Um, I was watching some some Discovery Channel show. And the the host of the show dipped a turkey into the water of the Amazon. They lifted up like 10 seconds later. And this might be an exaggeration. It might just be TV. But on the show, it was like 10 seconds later. They lifted it up. And the piranhas have almost consumed the entire turkey minus the bones. It was insane. And that's, that's the type of picture you get on listening and reading this book. So... You understand now that the Amazon is this wild but captivatingly beautiful place. And then there's also the the nomadic tribes that live within the Amazon that are um, what we would call untouched um, civilizations. And they're just as savage because when the, the Spanish conquistadors came over uh, from Europe, what they brought with is death and destruction they brought smallpox and other diseases from europe that were not introduced in um south america and so what they did is basically wipe out the population they basically brought this ghost disease as they would know it because they have no idea what smallpox is and so it's just wiping out an entire population of the rainforest and so they think of these people coming in to survey the land or to explore the land as just these extremely deathly people. And then they also try to enslave them. They try to sell them to different um, people who buy slaves. And what they do is they protect what they have, these native populations, they protect what they have with their life. And so even if they just see somebody, they kill them. And so Fawcett goes off on this journey of mapping these rivers and um, mapping these borders, and he's going up against these these native populations that everybody who has gone before Fawcett has not come back. But what he does is he goes out and comes back year after year after year after year of doing this. So much so that his son grows up and wants to be just like him because he's he's the guy who goes into the rainforest doesn't get sick he doesn't get worms he has these incredible adventures these incredible stories and come back comes back to tell about his heroic feats and the one overlying topic the whole book covers from my point of view is that to get what you want and to to complete your mission you have to endure um, and that's what Fawcett does over and over again. And he, he has people who do multiple expeditions with him. And then eventually they want to either settle down, have a family, or they want to get away from the Amazon or they just die. And it's, it's, a, it's a crazy life they live out there where these expeditions last multiple years just to map a single river. They, they lose 
50, 60 pounds uh, because they're so malnourished going on these expeditions. Um, they fatten up as much as they possibly can before because they know they're going to lose that weight. And the whole time, there's always this threat of these native populations coming in what they describe as seven-foot bows with six-foot arrows coming flying at them. And they, they see the person who went out before them dead on the side of the river or floating down the river with six-foot arrows, dozens of arrows in their body. and But they continue pushing on. And Fawcett continues not to die because either he evades these populations or he makes friends with them. He does what nobody else has been able to do. He gives them gifts. He makes peace with them. But then he also understands this, how a lot of these populations, they're so in tune with the wildlife that they they imitate monkeys to communicate. And so somebody coming in is, oh, that's a monkey. But if you're really in tune with the Amazon, you're going to realize, oh, that doesn't really sound like a monkey. And that's what Fawcett did. And so he got out of there. And he would, he would stay safe when he realized that it just wasn't right. But over and over again, he continued to endure. Um, and I think one of the things that really helped him, I already said it once, was his, he had this style about him of wanting peace and being part of the Amazon. So he made peace with the natives that he did run into. And for, for what we know, he was always successful in making peace because he always came back. And one of the things I just can't imagine is going to a place that is so, so brutal that you continue to come back to it. And I think it's it's an overarching theme of thrill seekers or people who seek adventure if you think about Nim's Day, the guy who did the 14 peaks, a lot of people have seen on Netflix or anybody who does like alpinism, it's extremely dangerous. But the beauty you see at the top of the peaks is what's worth it. And the journey there is worth it because it's that type two fun that, yeah, it really sucks while you're doing it, but the story you can tell afterwards and the ability to test your body it's why I do ultra races or just push my body in general throughout the week. You get such a strong satisfaction and such so much joy from being able to push yourself and make it through. And I think that's why he continues on. Granted, there's also the book is called The Lost City of Z. He's, he's searching for El Dorado as a lot of conquistadors called it, or if you've seen the movie, even it's a city of gold. Um, and throughout the book, you, it seems like he's getting closer and closer, but nobody ever seems to find it. And there's no signs of it either. Um, but it's just, it's, it's, it's so cool to see how he continues and continues to do it. But one of the things that was so surprising to me was he sees the brutality of the place. He knows what it takes to get through. And it doesn't seem like anybody but him is able to do it. And he ends up bringing his son to the Amazon. His eldest son wants to be just like him. And so when General Fawcett's not able to bring 
anybody with him because nobody will go with him. He gets the funding, but nobody's willing to go die in the Amazon. His son and his son's best friend are eager to go because they hear about the stories, they hear about the adventure, and they want a piece of what Fawcett has in his in his in his life. And so they go along with him. Fawcett brings him with. They're they're with probably the best guide they could possibly be with. And they go. And I'm not gonna tell you what they discover um, or what they see because I think I don't want to completely spoil the book and because it's such a great book and the journey they go on is amazing. But can you imagine being somebody who goes on expeditions in, say, Everest and you see your counterparts die often? It's not it's not a rare case to hear about somebody or like somebody who's going on an expedition to Everest or a Sherpa who works on Everest pass away. It's it's very common. If you've read any books about mountaineering, it's 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 normal almost for stuff like that to happen, even if you're being as safe as you possibly can. I can't imagine bringing a child your your child on a journey like that. Because the Amazon is so deadly. And it's, it's known for people not coming out. A majority of people on these expeditions seem to have not come out of what he was doing. And it just must prove to how strong a pull the beauty of the Amazon is and the satisfaction of getting out of what, uh, getting out of a place that so many people have passed away in. It must make you feel incredible. Now, there's another overarching story because he even even his his main partner would get these diseases where his entire body or his entire skin would be full of maggots and or bot flies that would come out of his skin and they would just live with it for days and weeks and months and they would a lot of times they would make it out but he never he never got it he he never got that sick. He always was pushing on. He lost weight for sure. He he probably got a little sick for sure, but he did not get the severe illnesses. It's one of those crazy things that's kind of phenomenon about him. He was always able to keep going even with no food. No matter what he did, he kept pushing. I don't know if it was his his body type, if it was his genetics, his diet. He was a vegetarian, didn't have any alcohol. Or was it just willpower that pushed him through? Something that nobody will ever know because this was 1905 to like 1920. And in the book, the author writes this in like the 2000s. So he ends up following the footsteps of, of General Fawcett. And what he comes to find is the beauty is insane communicating with the tribes is, is a challenge and what Fawcett was able to do over a hundred years ago was incredible and so I don't want to spoil the book for you but I, I strongly urge you to read The Lost City of Z and if I'm going to rate this I'm very generous to books because I get so I get so tied into them because I think books are just fascinating. And especially an audiobook with a good 
um, reader. It's just it's just so cool. But whether you listen to it or whether you you read it, sit down and read it. I think you gotta you gotta read this book. I gave it a ten out of ten on Goodreads. I gave it a five out of five. It's a it's an awesome book. The author puts in the work to go out and experience what General Fawcett experienced. He goes from being a very sedentary author that that takes this st- that takes the elevator instead of the stairs, and he he changes his life to be able to to make himself in shape enough, gains the knowledge to to be able to survive in the Amazon, and he makes it back. I will spoil that part for you. The author of the book, written over 100 years, or about 100 years after General Fawcett was in the Amazon, he makes it back. So 10 out of 10, 5 out of 5 on Goodreads. And the book is written by David Gran. So give it, go check it out. I'm a huge fan. And I appreciate you guys listening to my first book review podcast. Have a great weekend. Peace.